Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. do the show. I mean, shoot the deal with Aaron and Danae. Stream your Mixler every Tuesday at noon, Central, or available to download later on your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. It's time to shoot the dough. <laughs> yes. It is absolutely time to shoe the dough. We're doing a shoe review today. Uh, Micah Tyler, who's an artist from Fair Trade, is came by the studio, came by to say hello, sing some songs for us. Which is so much fun because it is not really rare anymore. No. But we've been having more and more artists come through our studio whenever they're coming through town. Mm-hmm. And we get to have a chat with them, hear more about their lives. And do a podcast interview instead of the radio interviews, which are much shorter. So yeah. this will give you an insight into Micah as a person, kind of his story. And he is so much fun. We think you guys are going to fall in love with this guy. This is, uh, there'll be a lot of things that you're going to hear here, but we just like to start them off just as they started off in the studio. So, you know, there's that, it just kind of goes right into it. And I think we're talking about uh, the raps we did. As kids, oh, like uh, the Dicer family rap, and he had a rap he did when he was running for office, like is uh, like a grade schooler or something. So it'll go right into that. But hope you enjoy it. And today, yes, make a transition noise. <laughs> We're the Dicer kids. We got something to say. You may not like it, but that's okay. Yeah, that's great. I yeah, a, I did a very similar speech to win fifth grade student body president. Did you? <laughs> My name is Michael. Do you remember it? Do you remember it? Can you do it? Like I'll do all of my that I can remember. If you do all of yours, that you can remember. I can do the whole thing. Do it. Do it right now. Micah Micah Tyler's fifth grade speech. Win us over. Here we go. My name is Micah Tyler, and I'm here to say I'm running for president of our class today. Nice. I promise to do my best. That's all I can do because you can take my word. This is nothing but true. I've got school spirit, and that's a fact. And if you don't believe it, you can stand right back. Because if you vote for me, you'll be glad you did. Because all you guys know, I can be a real cool kid. So when you check your ballot, look for the guy on the go. Remember the name. Your name is Micah. Micah, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That was it. And and, and guys, Uh. spoiler alert. I won. Of course yeah, you, you did. did. We just heard it. I mean, That's I, dro- amazing. I dropped the mic. <laughs> Everyone went bananas. It was just like the scene in 8 Mile whenever oh, Eminem yeah. won the battle. And they, I mean. Mm-hmm. Palms week. 
it's and then there's spaghetti, spaghetti. Yeah, there's and there's also vomit on the sweater, it's, and then there's an already in there it too. It sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does not sound great. It does not sound great. <laughs> that was amazing. So now I feel like I have to do mine, unless everybody votes no. If everybody votes no, we'll just move on. You don't have to hear the Dicer Kids rap. Oh, I am a hard yes. Okay. How long is it? It's really. I mean, it's really short, and I don't know that I'll remember everybody's part because all three of us had a part. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I watched the video, I felt like time stood still. <laughs> And Which is a huge compliment <laughs> for anything. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I, re- I can remember the chorus and maybe my verse. Let's see. Uh, we're the Dicer Kids. We got something to say. You may not like it, but that's okay because we... We're cool. We're calm. We're yeah. collected and neat. <laughs> that's not how it goes. I'll try my part. We're really tall. My we name have is Aaron. feet. My name ah! is... I think that was it, actually. My name is Aaron Dicer. They called me Big Man because I can dunk a basketball like nobody can. I weigh 240 and I stand 6'6". I can't remember. That's sad. How, I can't remember. Take it over, sis. When this, when this came out? Uh, uh, I was a freshman in high school. You were 6'6". Six, six. I haven't grown an inch since I was a freshman in high school, yeah. Right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I played a lot of ball. How tall are you? I'm 5'11 and a half because <laughs> I've always wanted to be six foot. Just so say you it need then, to get man. Closer. Just shoot. And I'm 33 just, now. I, I feel like there's a growth spurt still that Lord could happen. You. I've been leading, <laughs> eating lots of vitamins lately, so we'll see. Is it supposed to be milk, too? I don't know. I just I just go in freebase syndrome. And growing. And growing. That is how it works. Isn't That's that's the Flintstone vitamins. That's the Flintstone vitamins. vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. wait. It's got milk. That's it's a super quick just go Does for anybody it else out. remember the cheese commercial that was on during cartoons? A hunk of hunk of cheese. Burn in love. <laughs> no, not that. Woo! I almost said burning cheese. And nobody else remembers that? No one likes burning cheese. Probably in my imagination. Wait, burning cheese? I wasn't burning cheese. It was like a Do you I'm, like I got a hanker for a hunk of a hunker for a hanker, a hanker for a hunk of cheese. No one remembers like a western guy and but he's like old. a cheese slice. I am Her. old. How old Let's, are you? Let's start there. You by the way, her. by the way, can we just do a little bit of an introduction? We got okay. Micah Tyler with us here on the yeah, uh, here the Shoe Review today, and we're going to chat uh, all about who Micah is, and uh, maybe even get a little bit of music played. I know I'm you've got a guitar could, with you. We can probably manage it. I promise. Going to be fun and get into that. <laughs> probably, but uh, yeah, no uh, let's, guarantees. Let's start with generations. Uh, I am 41. Okay, so Danae, I'm 35. Micah, I'm 33. You are the youngest. The baby among the us. The youngest among us. Well, there is another on the couch. That's true. Jeremy's here as well, though you won't hear Jeremy because he doesn't have a microphone. You can say hi really loud, Jeremy. People might hear you. Hey. There, see, that's Jeremy. And then Chandler. And Chan- hey. There's Chandler. So we do have a room audience, which is nice. Hmm. So, Micah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, you know, what are you doing here? Like, you know, traveling the country <sighs> and... It just depends on... I, I I have to check with Chandler to see exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually on a radio tour. This is my second radio tour. Um, I, I signed a record deal with Fairtrade Services. Um, it's the label where Mercy Me, the Newsboys, Phil Wickham, those guys are over at. Um, super, super stoked. Signed that label deal back in August. Um, I've been traveling full-time as a musician now for five and a half years. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I was a youth pastor for nine years before that. Whoa. Represent. Um, right out of high school. And so Whoa. I had a church that gave me a job at 18. So it's on them. How was the learning curve? Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> so my first Wednesday night, we had seven students. And then the next Wednesday night, we had five. So I lost about 28% of the youth group <laughs> in that first week. I love that you so, know the percentage. I mean, well, That's amazing. It, I was putting together a couple of charts. And it came out, so. 
You have to build um, guys, your portfolio. I prepared, oh, I prepared yeah. a chart uh, of our growth decline <laughs> I mean, over the first two weeks I, of my tenure I here mean, as tough. an 18-year-old youth pastor. It was really <sighs> tough. So. No, but I mean, really, it was one of those things. It was a small little country church, and so they were super sweet to give me an opportunity and learned a ton. Uh, you were there for nine mistakes. years? No, I was there for three. And, and then I went to Genesis Baptist Church, and I was there for six years. Uh, and I stayed there as a youth pastor um, full time. And then, whenever we kind of felt the calling to step out and do music, which was one of those things that, like, I didn't play guitar till I was twenty. I started playing guitar because my youth group um, needed somebody to lead worship, and they were all stunted musically. <laughs> and so I was like, I guess I'll go buy a guitar and start learning. So, did that. Started playing with them. Always loved music, but never had any kind of you know training lessons. We didn't have choir in high school, or anything like that. And so, anyways, just started um, just trying. I just loved music in a different way, in a new way. Started writing some songs for the youth group, just some little things here and there. Started leading worship at little things, you know, here, there for people, kind of helping out buddies and stuff. And then all of a sudden, God just kind of put this calling uh, when we were married. I married my high school sweetheart. No. Uh, we've been married for 12 years now. Um, he married his high school sweetheart, I did. too. Yeah. In fact, I, I met her when I was in junior high. I met, okay, so I actually. Really quick story. When I was in fourth grade, I had to sing. Um, I was in a, a production where I was Cookie Monster. And my mom. That's awesome. Oh, well, here's the thing, though. My mom made the suit for me. Yes. And it was made of plastic. Okay. Oh. And then it had cotton balls on it. And then it was spray painted. <laughs> so so just so we're clear, it's a death trap. <laughs> so I got up there in front of the entire half of the school, showed up for the first production, and like I'm just dancing around this Cookie Monster cat, and I have a paper mache head that's also <gasps> covered in spray paint, and and also I should also mention I have I had asthma really bad. Oh, oh no! no. So oh, I Micah, start, I start having an asthma attack inside of this Cookie Monster costume. <gasps> well, the morning of the big show, Miss Hyden, the, the choir director in elementary school, came to me and said, "We need somebody to sing Beauty and the Beast, the boy part." And I was like, "Oh, uh, okay." She said, "Can you do it? You can hold a piece of paper." You can sing it from there. So I said, like, "Yeah, it's great." As so, as the Cookie Monster. No, no, no. I, okay, I, I, that's I, my I, way too. I, I, okay, oh, no, I was going. We're going to go through the whole Sesame Street thing, and then I was going to take it off. <laughs> okay, and then I was going to right. sing this. Okay, wow. got it. Got it. It would have been a different kind of beast. <laughs> yeah, so, I was so just I, thinking it was some sort of Sesame Street Beauty and the Beast mashup. Mash which, I was thinking which, it could be genius. Let's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell us all. Beauty and the Beast. So I ended up going and did the whole thing, sweating like crazy. I also should mention I had a mullet in fourth grade, and it was just dripping. What? And so got well, that's out. just helping to like make sure that the moisture drips the correct pattern down the back of your head. Well, it and down would, your... unless when you take it off, you think it's cool to swing it like no. this. And so it kind of slaps. <laughs> Whips people. <laughs> it's a real Ew. thing. So I took Ew. all that off, came out there, went to sing this song, and hyperventilated on the stage. <gasps> oh, no. And ended up, because I couldn't see the lyrics, because I had sweat in my eyes from the cookie monster and mullet combo. You went combo. too far. It was too much. To, Icarus flew too close to the sun. <laughs> And As so, an artist, that's you have to learn uh, your boundaries, and this was one of those first lessons again, for you. This was one of the first actual ones. So I run off the stage <laughs> crying. The whole thing's bad. So they tell me they're like, "Listen, you just got. I ended up having an asthma attack. It's a whole deal." So we had another little thing that afternoon. So that afternoon, I, they, my my music teacher came back and said, "Listen, just pace yourself on the Cookie Monster stuff. Like, you can go off and take water breaks, whatever. Slip off stage, but I need you to do this Beauty and the Beast part if you don't mind doing it." I thought, "Oh gosh." So ended up. Thought it was real cool. Got to walk off, spray water bottle inside the Cookie Monster head and stuff, which is really <laughs> super cool. Ended up coming back off, was, was well hydrated and rested. Got up there, held the paper in my hand, and I sang Beauty and the Beast with the girl who ended up being my wife. Aww. We sang a little, 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 little duet together. So. Were you stained blue at all? 
No, I oh, wasn't. Okay. All the pain was I gotta on the outside. admit, I was a little bit. I'm a little bummed. I well. I kind of thought maybe with all the sweating that and maybe paper it mache and moisture don't always go well together either. So, well, I but I think I'm missing the point that you met your wife. <laughs> I think I'm focusing We're on the wrong on disasters. <laughs> to, be, to be clear, though, time will only tell what kind of chemicals actually seeped into my bloodstream and my skin. Do you have blue children? Uh, no, so far everybody is is of normal. Uh, They're normal pigmentation. They're, they're ready like to it's go. Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, but like I said, so started doing music, you know, for my youth group. God called me out to do that, so we ended up selling over half of what we owned. Um, we bought a single wide mobile home. Whoa. There you go. We put it on borrowed land. Uh, I was a substitute teacher. I was driving a sausage delivery truck. Um, I was mowing grass and I was washing trucks in the afternoon while wow. I was doing music for like fifty days. Uh-huh. Um, let, wa- the, let the let uh, the record uh, indicate that he did air quotes. I did. Around music, the I sarcastic just wanted... air quotes. <laughs> I did. Very sarcastic air quotes. I mean, this like this is like pizza parties and stuff like that for like youth groups and those kind of things. And uh, and so we just we we just knew that in our hearts we we weren't called to to all of a sudden like we didn't have connections in the industry or anything like that. It was just like go be faithful. And so mm. we Whoa, we just decided hard. to step out. It was hard, and it, but it's one of those things to where now I look back on those times that just felt like sacrifice for us. And I just see the Lord's faithfulness through every single bit of that in, in such a specific way that now when we walk through tougher times, I can say, oh, no, no, we've been here before. Right. And so is he. It gives yeah. you like, like an element of fearlessness in absolutely. a way. Absolutely. And it's, and it, I mean, if tomorrow, if we're so excited about this opportunity with fair trade. And there's, we're so excited about what's going to happen. But if it all falls apart, I know that I can go drive a sausage delivery truck and be <laughs> a substitute right. teacher and I can play 50 dates a year <laughs> at, with air quotes and and I can and Jesus will be there just as much. And yeah, be there people ju- will it just the same people way. People will always need sausage. And in the back pocket, you can always just bring back Cookie Monster Beast mashup. I feel like I have a such YouTube. a deep That's well a- of just I mean, things to offer. Right. Whether that is I love what you just talked about. In fact, we just talked about on the show uh, just recently about momentures, and it's the word we made up for the moment you decide to go on an adventure, hmm. like that moment where you make the decision to step out on faith and say, "Okay, we Here's don't my we don't get how this ends. Maybe we don't un- understand totally. all the ins and outs of it, but we know we're supposed to do this." And when we talked about that on uh, the radio show, we got so many calls from people who are all kind of going through that step out. Instead of calling it, you know, you're stepping out on faith. It's like this is a moment when you're choosing to go on a hmm. truly different kind of an adventure. And I've I've had similar ones like you're talking about, Micah, and it's awesome because you can reflect later and think, oh my goodness, I've been through so much at this point, and age helps, you oh, know, sure. like you know, experience helps and things yes, like that. And says the oldest among us. I realized I was looking at you when I said that. <laughs> yeah, no, age helps, doesn't it, Green yeah. Man? Yes. Back in my day, we used to call it walks of faith. <laughs> <laughs> now we call them momentous. <laughs> Uh, but it, shame. It, it, even but I mean it's one of those things where I used to think it was like oh we just don't know when that next step's going to be mm-hmm. there are times where it's a next step and there's times where it's a cliff and you're just jumping off and trusting that you'll be caught <sighs> and, it, and and it's and that was the moment for us I mean it was it there's there's a there's there's a time where it, you have to be brave like every day and just like wake up in the morning and go and do things and there's times where it's like I don't know what this is even going to look like but I'll chase after the Lord there 
Like, I don't yeah. know what that's going to be. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I just got the reading uh, Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe with my with my kiddos, my two oldest ones. Nice. It was really fun because we finished it. We, we read the whole chapter about Edmund being tempted with Turkish delight, and, and I mm-hmm. went on Amazon and I found some Turkish delight. So that was there when we finished the book, and oh. we like, got to eat it together, which was really fun. That's so fun. It's a but, little disappointing. I'm going to be it? honest. I didn't enjoy my Turkish delight experience. What okay, did you think? So we we ordered some like from India. Like it was oh, like, okay. It was like, I mean, almost, I, it was like the, the, the suburbs of Turkey. Yeah, legit. <laughs> Actual Turkish like we, delight. It, it was it was only like seven dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just it was cheap little stuff. But it was you know it's it's like dusty Jello. Yeah, that's what it is. It's dusty Jello. <laughs> Actually, that was the tagline. <laughs> Turkish delight. It's dusty Jello. What? J e l l o. Thank you. There you go. I'm not, I'm not the only one who felt that way. There you go. But uh, so, but there was that. But there's that quote, and, and we were just talking about that earlier, where it says, "Is is Aslan safe?" And, right. and they respond, oh, no, he's not safe, but he's good. Mm-hmm. And and to me, if in, in our lives, if we try relying on a safe, you know, beautiful, loving Savior that only wants to do good for us um, in, in the way that we picture good as being exactly. like, you know, Romans 8, 28 says for, that God works for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. And my definition of that early on used to be if I'm good enough, he'll be good back to me. If I can be oh. sweet enough, he'll be sweet mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, but it's not. Mm-mm. It's it's as a father who looks at us and knows what's best for us and knows what we need to to grow us and so that we can walk into valleys and know that he and trust him the same way as if we're on a mountain. So so if we're just trying to trust after this safe Jesus who will always just you know make us feel warm and fuzzy, it goes back to the word comfort. The word comfort in the Bible. There's a couple of different times where it's used where it actually comes from the Greek word for fortitude. So when it says that the Lord will comfort you, it's not that he'll hold you and baby you and tell you it's okay. It's that he will give you the strength to endure the situation you're in. Yeah, It's, it's the same with the context of I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, totally. right? Like it's the same context that people miss a lot of times. It's like they want to go do something amazing. Like I can do all things. Well, no, it's not about accomplishing amazing things. It's about withstanding all things, all things that happen to you totally. through Christ who strengthens you. So, it's, and this is what happens when two ex youth pastors get together. <laughs> preach and, now and we're preach and preach. Do some games and pizza. Yay! <laughs> no, I love pizza. It's but it's true though. I, I, I'm I'm a firm believer in the fact that we will not stand before the Lord and He'll say, "Well done, that good and successful servant." Our job is to be faithful. Yeah. So whatever faithful looks like for you is is what you're supposed to be doing. For us, it was selling everything and moving into a single wide trailer with three bedrooms. And then the Lord thought it would be great to give us another child when we moved in there. So now I have a two-year-old in my bedroom. Excellent. Great tenant. <laughs> We're not even charging me rent right now. Um, but but yeah, so I mean, it's just, it's one of those, it's just one of those things. You know, you're you, on an adventure. Whatever, whatever that, what it is for you to be faithful, you just have to take on your momenture. Is that it? That momenture. was the word we used, yeah. yeah. So now you're on the adventure of like getting into the entire industry part of things. Sure. How's how's that going? Has it been overwhelming or? I mean, in some ways, yes, it's been a little bit just kind of crazy. Um, we had a, a, a YouTube video that, that kind of did something nuts over the past um, couple of months. I did a, a video. The millennial one? The millennial video. Yeah, we did that. And that was supposed to be for a church conference of seven, eight hundred leaders from all over the world that came to this thing. Mm-hmm. And we did it. We we're being faithful to that room. And then they just kind of said, man, we really love this video. Can we post this? And I was like, yeah, it's fine with me. So I didn't know when they were going to do it. And I was just, I was actually at a rehearsal in Nashville getting ready for a radio conference. And all of a sudden, my phone just starts going, and I finally looked down. And I'm going, what in the world? And people are just texting me going, oh, my gosh, it's got 18,000 views. I'm going, what What has 18,000 views? And I looked, and I was like, oh, they posted the video. When did they do that? Oh, 15 minutes ago. 
And so now, I mean, a month and a half, two months later now, I mean, it's, it's over collectively like 50 million views that it's been seen. And it wasn't this marketing strategy. It wasn't, it was us being faithful to a conference. <laughs> it was us being faithful to talk about the stereotypes that are attached to millennials so that J- Jonathan Pecluda could come up behind that and talk about how millennials are more than these stereotypes. Because we made one about uh, the way that Christians talk to each other. We made a Rosetta Stone Christianese Oh, fun. Commercial. Oh, that's a great concept. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really fun. I'd it's, like to see that. It's That's actually my favorite one. It's really fun. Well, what's interesting about, I'm glad that you said that about the purpose behind that video too, because I'm, I'm watching this YouTube video in the millennial song, you know, and I'm thinking, well, but millennials aren't, you know, always like that. And no. it's so amazing that you made that as a way for somebody then to follow it up and say, hey, here are the misconceptions about this group of people. And yet people have glommed onto it without that context. Well, the problem was it got picked up by some independent sites, one mm-hmm. of which was called Uncle Sam's Misguided Children. Oh, which, no. which sounds just as colorful as what that is supposed to sound like. <laughs> Uncle um, Sam's mis- I feel like I would be a poster child on that <laughs> website. It is very uh, conservative, mm-hmm. and they are they were. I mean, wanted were, poster uh, more mean, specifically. <laughs> it's like, it's a it's a pretty it's a it was a pretty crazy uh-huh. way that they kind of laid it all out. Um, and so the response, I mean, it got seventeen million views on that page. Then Facebook took it down because they weren't the original posters for it. Right. So it, it has been used, I think, as a weapon in some ways, and it really wasn't meant to be that. Right. Way. People it was, take it out of context. They use it for their own purposes. That's and- what happens though, like in today's culture, you just you do something and you put it out there and then whatever happens wow. happens and you really can't you well, have to truly trust that God's got a plan oh, totally. that your heart and the message behind it are going to be known. Absolutely. That must be so stressful. I and mean, we have that a little bit sure. on our level too, but well, it's, and what's been, what's been kind of crazy about it is there, there's been some negative response to it for sure. Cause when it's taken out of context, cause sure. this one uh, page called Insta vine is a Facebook page called Insta vine videos. They posted the whole thing and the caption just was, this is freaking perfect. That's all it said. And so it comes across as like, oh, this is a real stab at it, you know, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. And, and again, I'm a millennial, which is fun as well. <laughs> so like half the, the material came from the mirror. And so like I'm, I'm, it's just, I'm watching this whole thing kind of unfold and stuff. But the crazy thing is the gospel still went out. People are going out and finding my old music and messaging me going, I was mad at you. And I just wanted to see if you were a joke. And then I realized that. You, and they started quoting song lyrics back to me. Aww. Or I've had people that have approached me angry, and I've just been very upfront. I kind of had a little copy paste response that, like, I because, but I, but I would tailor it after I go ahead and say, like, hey, this is what the video was made for. It was made by Watermark, this, that, and the other. Um, and then I would say, but listen, if you're angry, you know, I just want to make sure you understand. Like, I'm not, I wasn't trying to offend. I'm right. a millennial, yada yada. And just the response from being spoken to like a real person yeah. to those people. Yep. It, it flipped the conversation. It diffuses was, it pretty quickly. Totally. Because people can be very brave in that first comment because they're just like speaking to a video. Right? Yeah, yeah. But whenever a person messages them back and just says, listen, I'm so sorry. I, I was not, that was not anything that I, was an intention for me. I love millennials. I am a millennial, you know, yada, yada. They, the whole thing has just been, it's been really neat to see people, the response back to that because we've been able to share the gospel with people and people have been actually like brought Closer to the Lord through a, a crazy video that was just Isn't interesting, to be a and you could have never planned that. That's not something no. that you can plan for. That's just because you are an open, willing person. Like you said, okay, God, whatever you have for me, and I think that's really the fun part about uh, being in that place of being open to have God like truly take you wherever, yeah, like get in the water and let Him just take you wherever you're going to go. Totally, that's the fun part. Is then you're like. All right, then it's really wherever we go. Yeah. Because when you get in the water, if you can struggle against it for a while, if you want to, because you get tired. But if you just kind of like, you know, let let the flow take you and then whenever you land on shore, 
figure out, you know, your bearings. But well, I, I, I'm a firm believer that you learn more from closed doors than you do from open doors. An open door, you'll walk right through. And you may not even know what's happening, but a closed door will kind of teach you like, okay, you have to reassess things. Yeah. I've had a lot of doors sure. that have been closed in the industry and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So whenever these things do work and we don't expect for them to work, we're like, oh, that we cool. It's very, we recognize like, oh, this is, this is really amazing. Like this is like, this is a really big deal. And so it's, it, that's been a helpful thing too, is that we went through a lot of things that didn't work first before all of a sudden something that we weren't even expecting to be something that could work that's into nice. something work. So so you mentioned that the music part was almost an add-on yeah. to, you know, when you started doing the youth ministry stuff. So it's not something like you were pursuing at that time in your life sure. and you just kind of felt, you know, fell in love with it and have enjoyed it since then. So what did like define you even before then? Like what are some of the other interests that you had growing up? We love exploring, you know, outside of music. Cause we talked to a lot of people in music, obviously, yeah. because we, you know, we're on a lot of radio stations with our morning show. Totally. And, uh, and so we like to go into, you know, the other interests, the other things that drove you, you know, kind of as you were growing up or even today that, that are interesting to you. Always loved sports growing up, um, played baseball all the way through school, was, played varsity baseball and everything and really, really loved that. My dad was a, my dad's got like a weird, he, he grew up, um, my grandpa's in the military, so he, mm. he kind of lived a lot of different places and ended sure. up in Quantico, Virginia. My dad swam in the Junior Olympics. And, oh, won, nice. and won a couple of gold medals in the Junior Olympics back in, you know, the 70s or whatever. And, so, and then, like, Dad was, like, this crazy athlete um, when he was in school. Like, we played varsity, everything when he was in school and stuff. Uh, and so, like, there was, like, that was one of the connections that we made really early. Like, he was he was always my baseball coach, t-ball coach, all those kind of things. And so, loved being able to to kind of connect with him on that. So, that's always been, to this day, like, I've got sports podcasts on my phone. I've got, I've, yeah. I've, I've got PTI in my ear, like, those kind of things. So still love love sports growing up, love it now. Um, I, I I did love music. Like my earliest memory as a human um, was with my back up against the speaker, listening to the Thriller record, and feeling the boom 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 on mm-hmm. my back. Like yeah. that was my first thing was remembering the Billy Jean back on my mm-hmm. backbone. Uh, and and so we used to just lay on the floor and like put records on and just listen to records. So just like that was a that was a big deal for us growing up. Um, and just like, you know, we, we, I was really close with my family. We did family vacations. And so that was always something we always loved to go and do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of other interests. I did like one act play in school and like did that as a, you know, when I was in high school and yeah. did some theater, you know, kind of stuff. But no, I mean, that's, that was kind of it. We, we just love sports. And so what kind of, what kind of teams do you root for? Uh, I'm a Cowboys fan. Okay. I don't know if that's popular in these parts or not. Ah, they're I mean, the star guys, I'm, right? Y'all I'm just from lost. Michigan, so even and though y'all just we're lost in the Rams anyway, Missouri, so yeah, the St. Louis did lose the Rams. Spot. You're not supposed to remind people of that I stuff. Know. It's apparently very painful. Well, this is a nationwide podcast, though, right? So oh, that's, that's right, true. So, worldwide. So, so congratulations to everyone in LA. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Cowboys fan. I was an Astros fan growing up. Um, I then, liked the Cowboys because they had was like silver and blue, and I thought that they looked really good together. Oh, I mean, if you're going to compliment two colors on the wheel, those those two go really well together. I, like that one. I mean, that's kind of the lion's colors, too. I'm just saying Honolulu blue and silver. So I'm Is it Honolulu really? blue? Yeah, it's Honolulu blue. You would think they would you have just a more like grittier say... name for that <laughs> in Detroit. Maybe that's why we've never even been to a Super that, Bowl. That, I, would, <laughs> I would switch something. It's not approved. Yeah, that's it. Something like that. Uh, Dallas, you know, other teams as well? Uh, I mean, Astros, uh, Rockets. I'm, I'm over near Houston. Like oh, okay. I'm, I'm north Houston, a little town called Buna, and I said town. Uh-huh. We're not a city. Okay. We're an unincorporated. 
Can I ask you about, did you grow up in Texas then? I grew up in Buna. I've never left Buna, Texas my entire life. So I hear all this about being a Texan and kind of the state pride and all, you know, that it overtakes even national pride in a lot of ways and all those Mm -hmm. kind of things. Talk to me a little bit about your, you know, your experience just being a Texan and kind of, you know, what that means. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all red, white, and blue, Uh whether you're an American or a Texan. So it's easy to root for both. There you go. Um. No, it, I didn't realize how prideful it was until I got older. And then I realized how much better we were than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, I mean, it, it's it's funny because I, I didn't realize I, I'm I, I'm almost in Louisiana. Like we're 30 miles from the Louisiana border. Okay. So I tell people all the time, like we have brisket and gumbo where I'm from. Like it's we get both. Nice. At the it's, same time. And Tex-Mex. It's kind mm. of all things to all people. Brisket gumbo is kind of like the cookie monster beast combination of the food world, I think. Oh, great analogy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. On the SAT test, like this is to that is. Exactly. That is, that's it. it. Yes. I mean, that's yeah. a 1500 at least. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think just being in, from Texas, there's it, it is a weird kind of a state pride thing. Like we took like Texas history in seventh grade and we all knew like. I mean, the stories of the Alamo and all those kind of things. Just a lot of cool history that's in Texas anyway, because mm-hmm. we were our own republic at one point. We can yeah. secede if we want to secede. And so there's, I guess there's something to that. But I, I guess Pee-wee's bicycle. What? Oh, is what? in the basement of the Alamo. That's right. Yeah. Why? So I just, you know. Why? Did you know? That, <laughs> hey, fun fact. I just found this out because my son was doing a project on Santa Ana. Uh-huh. Did you know that Santa Ana is one of the main reasons we have chewing gum here? No. Now, do when explain. he was in prison. Uh, in somewhere, I can't remember what when your he son was in. was in prison. When my son was doing time for a report for Santa Ana. He seems he kind of young. He wanted to get in the mindset of Santa Ana, That's so really he just deep. locked himself. No, it's incredible. So, so Santa Ana actually uh, requested this gum. It was like a from a tree, like a right. like whatever it was. And he requested this, and and people were like, "What is this?" And and it actually started getting passed around, and like they started importing more. And then Wrigley ended up starting it somewhere else, but it was already kind of called in here, and so Wrigley mm-hmm. bought them out. It's like a whole thing. Whoa! Also, Santa Anna's leg had its own parade. He had his, <laughs> he had his leg cut off, and they had a funeral for the leg and a parade for the leg. <gasps> That's, That's amazing. a big deal. You're yeah. you're here at, on Santa Anna podcast <laughs> here. In- That's incredible. It's amazing what we learn from our, our just kids. the leg. My, my not son. a prosthetic leg either. Like his leg, leg. Like, oh well, no, the actual leg. Uh, no, it was the prosthetic leg that had the funeral. All right, that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> I've seen too many. What is it? CSI shows. So that was very visual for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah! Whoa. That's good. I uh, I I never trust what my son tells me that he's learned because he's on YouTube all the time. True. You know, looking up stuff and figuring out. You know. Well, I got this from the Internet's Bible, Wikipedia. There you go. So it can't be. It's infallible. I sure, love Wikipedia. Yeah. Life is good. I'm thankful to be in this era for Wikipedia. We're living. You mean rather than paying thousands of dollars for, you know, an encyclopedia set and then having to look through pages and yeah. And actually read. Now uh I can just look at the pictures and believe what it says on the meme. Hello. To actually go find sourced material that, you know, is absolutely true. Stop it. That's terrifying. There's something about Encyclopedia Britannica to this day, though, that it's It's, just a it's just a romantic feeling to just go through and. I want to go back and like read some of the encyclopedias just to see how inaccurate information is, you know, especially like in the medical journals and things like that. Well, yeah, because like the cells, they keep finding more and more and more inside the cell as an example. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, there's six main components of a cell and now it's like advanced. So I just think that kind of stuff is so fun. And also the language changes so much. What was acceptable language wise or how to even talk about particular topics has shifted so intensely. 
I when, maybe, feel like I just completely crashed our podcast. No, no <laughs> way. Sorry, I started geeking no, I, out. <laughs> I think what I think what you should do though is just go back to into the libraries and find those and just put question marks behind all of those yeah. statements. Sticky there marks, sticky six notes, cells? though, right? It's six what? what? Just put just put little question marks. I think that would make it more accurate. Is this true? And then like another sticky note: Ask all questions, children. That's Don't right. believe what you read Don't in the encyclopedia. Wikipedia.com. Go to the web. Do you have a Wikipedia page now? I don't think so. Okay. I'm not going to make one for myself. And so, right. weird. You're not allowed, actually. They'll take it down okay. if you make it for yourself. Nuh-uh. Yep. yep. You've really? tried, haven't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay, fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you make mine. And I'll there make we one. go. Loophole. Little scratch Loophole. each other's backs. Yeah, I'll get, you the, I'll get you the text here soon. Um, it's like you're just you already have it ready to go. It's just like a copy and right. paste word document just shifted over. Wikipedia has some really strange rules, though. Like, I mean, you can't do your own stuff. You can't do your own edits either. Oh, like, your- if something's wrong on your Wikipedia page, you can't correct it. It has to be corrected by an independent source. But how that? How do they know that? You, like, can I just go create another email? <laughs> that's I'm sure or you put could. a mustache on my current email. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never know the difference. No, nope, that's how you have a. Incognito. You just add a mustache. Mm-hmm. There you go. Where'd Danae go? Oh, she's back. Oh, good night. <laughs> I I'm know. Scared. Yep. Got to be careful when I draw mustaches on my finger because you got to be careful. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the music. Uh, yeah. Listen to a little bit of some of the older stuff. Um, and it sounds to me like you know need to breathe a little bit in there. A little bit of Jimmy Needham. Oh, totally. uh, if you know, in and I that I love that kind of bluesy country kind of sound what drew you is it just being in the south and being in texas i, or? I think that's totally part of it i mean and, and i grew up in you know in the 90s and mm-hmm. so like there was just so much i felt like there's just so much music period because you i listen to everything between garth brooks and boys to men mm-hmm. and you know nirvana or whatever was out there at well the sure time. the millennial video was was acapella right it was you yeah. doing all the acapella parts. And it was a beatles song <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> so right to me, it's just like it's it's this kind of thing but for me it was funny because like my mom uh, loved doo-wop, 50s music, Elvis, yes. Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, all that stuff. My dad loved hair metal and Willie Nelson and yeah. that kind of thing. So our record collection could have either screwed me up royally or it was an interesting melting pot for me. That's just and the, so, that for, is like the definition of your life, you know? You've got the, the gumbo with the, um, yeah, it's just with the brisket and the cookie monster. It's the greatest the, mashup of all time. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Taylor's oldest time. So how does that result in your sound then? The kind of sound on those records right there, we kind of call that Southern Soul. Somebody mm-hmm. called it Swamp Gospel, which I thought was kind of fun, That's too. That's fun. Um, but, yeah, I, I totally think it's like I, the one thing that I cannot change, that I, I'm not going to try to change, is my voice. And it just, if, I don't know if you know this or not, I have a bit of a Southern drawl in, huh? in the way what? that I speak. No. Just so you know, though, I am the James Earl Jones of Buna, Texas. <laughs> like, this is, this is such crisp diction compared to everyone else in Buna, just so you know. So let it go for a second. What's the typical, you, yeah, you, what's the typical, like, Buna, oh, you know, yeah, I mean, like, like if it, it, What I would say now to you guys mm-hmm. is, um, this water, I like that water. Mm-hmm. They would say, oh, I like that water. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like it right there. Yeah, let's go on out. The, I mean, there's just, there's just all these, yeah, there's everything. Like it's all blended a together. A lot of drop slurs together. Yeah, 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 yeah you sure. just lose a couple. Uh, I also found this out. So what color are these dice right here? Uh, those are white with black dots. Okay, see, it, you Hips, just said actually. you said white. Yes. Okay, with a T at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I use the back of my neck. I say white. 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 Yeah. Like Wyatt? Like, like except, no, but then there's the T oh, no, but at in, the end there. Now, now, you know, they'd say wet. 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 Yeah. Good, rich, old, wet. good old wet, wet. So I want to, <laughs> I want to like. 
<laughs> we distinguish him from black white. When my <laughs> cousin moved from uh, here, well, she's lived all over the world, but she was in Philadelphia for a little bit going to Eastern University. And when she was there, there were people from all over the world that were you know, studying and it was like a microeconomics kind of thing. And so they're all like, but their favorite thing was to ask her to do the accent and they would just laugh and laugh and laugh. And it's just like the Ozarkian yeah, drawl. Totally. It's all it is. But it was so funny because they, they couldn't do it themselves. And so I'm just thinking about them listening to this part of the podcast, just cracking up well, because that's just funny to say why. So it, it, so just to kind of give you a glimpse of where I'm from. So Buna is an unincorporated township. We are not a city. We don't have a mayor. We have a different sales tax than the rest of the state. Like it's a whole thing. Like we're more of a village than we are like an actual gathering of I know, like made this up idea. People. I want to so, live in a village. So, Sounds like a commune. Yeah. You, well, okay, so here's the fun thing. So we actually had a vote about 10 years ago to incorporate. So when you incorporate, you become a city and you get a mayor and you can actually have a Walmart in your town, like those kind of things. <laughs> and so we don't. Um, and so what was funny was we had a big town hall meeting at our church and so like 300 people show up my town's only like 2,000 people so like 300 people show up for this meeting and they, and they all go to start uh, asking questions uh, about things and they said we're going to open the floor for any kind of discussion and a guy literally stood up and he said y'all listen we do not want to do this I have the discovery channel and I have seen things this is not for us and it got voted down we are still the unincorporated township of Buena, Texas. So that is a glimpse why, of where I'm from. Why it's got the Discover Channel? <laughs> it's just funny. he knows things. I, no, he, but he just said he, I've he, seen things. He's, he's, I, we have the Discovery Channel, and I've seen I have things. seen things. We do not people. want this for us. I have seen things I cannot unsee. Imagine if <laughs> oh, like MTV or something. That'd be even worse. Oh gosh! So now all this electricity is freaking me out. <laughs> I'm just not used to it. Still live in Buena. Never. I literally have not lived outside of the unincorporated township limits of Buena. Well, that's interesting doing music for five years now, you say? Yeah. Some, somewhere in five years that you haven't made that trek to Nashville or something well, like that. And that's the great thing about the internet is that it's made the world so much smaller. So right. now I, I, I'll pop in and I'll do like a writing week and I'll, I'll go back home. But like there's a guy this morning, the guy who wrote um, Redeem with Big Daddy Weave is a buddy of mine's name is Benji Cower. And so Benji texted me this morning and just said, hey man, can we Skype a session out, you know, in the next week or so? And so I'll just, I'll be at a camp, a youth camp, or I'll be, you know, in the hotel room tonight or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'll Skype with him and we can kind of knock some things out and throw some ideas back and forth. But so you can't when things... you get home because there's no electricity where you live. That is, well, you got to just pull the, you got to pull the string, <laughs> the generator, the generator. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, but it's, it's a waste of gas. It's loud in my opinion. too. It's really loud. The kids are sleeping. Oh yeah. You know, it's yeah. just a trailer wall. It's not like. Just, gosh. That's it. Tell us uh, a little bit about where somebody can interact with you now, like find your music, um, uh, you know, buy the music, all that kind of the stuff. The easy hub right now, you go to MikeAtyler.com, and it's got uh, all my links to all the social media stuff, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but it's also got a link to iTunes. Um, what's fun is that we're actually in the process, and that's what's so neat about this whole millennial thing, kind of doing what it's done. We already have a record ready to go right now. Oh, and fun. So we, it's, it's not like Yay. we hurry up and like, oh, we got to put together a record because we have people watching YouTube videos. It's like we already have these songs ready to go. Um, first single should be coming out, which we're super excited about. And then the full length should be, I mean, the, the rest of the EP should be coming out in October. I know. Super this is so excited. exciting. Oh, yeah. So really, look, this is a big deal. Thank you for letting me come on and just talk about, you know. Just oh, no, no, it's great. Stuff, we love having you in. Uh, love doing this thing. We know that uh, for the most part, you know, when you build a relationship with an artist, it's fun to know more about who they are yeah. and just get to know their personalities because well, you can fall in love with the music and the message. But then if you know, then you get to know the person behind the music more. So we thank you for coming over to our studio yeah. and spending time with us. And oh, sure. We like to finish with what we call random questions from a pirate hat. Okay. However, 
the pirate hats over behind you. Oh, do you want me to get the pirate hat? If so you really can... want to use the pirate All right, hat, here, I'll grab it. You can't say it's random questions from a pirate hat and it not actually being a pirate hat. That is rude. We should do a paper mache cookie monster hat, though. Oh, man. We should upgrade. Do you guys have six hours? <laughs> I can... Paper mache is so messy. Well, it's the whole balloon thing, and then you put we, the... We actually, uh, my brother and I ruined my mom's blender when we were kids because we made paper mache in the blender, and then we just didn't clean it. Uh... So it turned into this, like, super glue stuff. She still talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Mom. <laughs> If you're listening. So, so yeah, these are not your normal interview questions. Sure. Here we go. Okay. Random question number so, one from a pirate hat. Oh, no. Michael Tyler. you guys or is this for... Okay, hold on. Before you open that one, let me explain. <laughs> oh, no. There are questions in here that were given by other people. Yes. Once and I believe have, that's one of them. Once you have answered random questions from a pirate hat, you get to together, add sorry. your own. You get to add someone there? You get to add There's your own There's one particular question. question that's in there, and if it's asked, then they get to add their own in there. And yes. I think that question is on... Can you read it okay? Here, I, Here, we'll read it to you. Sorry about that. It's kind of folded. Danae, what is the question? How is your last bowel movement? <laughs> That's uh, from Jeremy from Carrollton. By the way, he wants to know. I'm going to say decent. <laughs> good. Good. That's why I said, oh, no. I couldn't believe <laughs> of it. Of all the questions we to joked. pick first. Of all the questions. <laughs> I know. And to have no context whatsoever, Jeremy's going to just think that's the most hilarious thing. Jared. They're not all like that, I promise. Okay, that's fine. They're worse. Decent's a great answer, by the way. I, I mean, I, I didn't Decent wanna, is I good. Wanna, I'm not a bragger. So yeah. Well, Jeremy went into to very, very nice detail. Very explicit detail. detail. So. <laughs> Would you ever eat a bug? Uh, on accident, I have before because i lived in the country so that just kind of happens micah that is not the question would i eat okay, yes I, I mean contextually i don't know why i mean just for fun or like would you ever is there any circumstance yeah, think, where you would purposely there, there, eat a bug i could list seven circumstances where i would eat here we go number one i was them. on a reality show and i had to eat a bug there you oh, go that's good. check there's some sort of money involved yes that's good uh, how much was, money how much uh, money Anything over twenty dollars? No, that's no, doable. And that's that's doable. doable. I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, two hundred dollars. <laughs> Forgot the zero. So that's the thing. The price just went uh, up. And then, and then uh, three. Uh, my children were in trouble, and I needed to mm-hmm. eat a bug to save Absolutely. them. Absolutely, that's um, important. Four. What if you're uh, hungry? Oh, if I, yeah, if I was on an island and I needed just a bunch of bugs, I think I would do that. I and think there I you would go. too. Um, on that one. Number five. I think uh, if if Tom Hanks asked me to. <laughs> I think I would. How, how did you go to Tom Hanks? He's one of my favorite. Do you know, I tweeted him years ago, still waiting. That's oh. how much of a fan I am. You I'm going to wait until the end of time for him to tweet me back. I love Tom Hanks so much. I'll, I'll, show, you, I'll show you my picture with Tom Hanks when we're done. But <sighs> We're not talking about you and your celebrity friend, Aaron. <laughs> Number six, uh, if someone would Photoshop my head onto a picture with Tom Hanks. <laughs> so so strange you said that. <laughs> And then, it's totally possible. And then um, number seven, uh, if uh, if if a station would add my single, I would Whoa. eat a bug. So there you go. I think that's is that. Let's do. Probably I think, need to specify. I think like your record label. Oh yeah, a very small bug. I think fair trade. Fair trade is very large bugs. That's fair trade's promotion department is their wheels really are spinning right in now. In my head right now. Mm-hmm. You want to? Yeah, let's do another okay, one. Okay, I'm just. I'm, I'm, let's I'm, do another one. Yeah, we usually do three. Okay. We usually do three. Cool. That one's Same. never been asked before. Nope, that's a good one. What is your area of expertise? Mm. Oh man. Yeah, this is like a one of those. You know, you can jump in and do it without question. Like you're just you've been doing it your whole life or whatever. You just you're you're an expert in it. A couple of years ago, I would have said Cosby Show expertise. Ooh, because I used to just completely. I love the Cosby. Show. That's a good one. But do you not want to talk about Cosby Show because of Cosby? himself can, can i tell you though i i actually went and saw bill cosby live 
for Father's Day two years ago. And it wow. was like a highlight of my life because I grew Aww. up going to bed listening to the Bill Cosby himself. Me too. I, like every night. It's I would, like we're the same person I in mean, some ways. I'm telling you. Like, is that a dentist one? Yes. Oh, it's my so lip is swimming. Yeah. Like my butt be limited. And it had the kids eating cake and it had Dad is great. Give us the chocolate cake. That's it. And it's like that whole thing. So yeah, I would say Cosby, Cosby show trivia. I was, I was, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty. So did you watch? That. Cause we, I mean, I, when I was growing up was when the Cosby show was actually totally. on Me the too. air. No, same so, year. um, really it wasn't at Nick at night for you. It was oh, no. actually legit still on the air when oh, you were yeah. growing up. How totally. is that Checking. possible? You I bet were eight 85. years younger than me. I bet it started in 85. You think so? That's I mean that I sounds about, expert. I mean that sounds <laughs> that's right. That's right. Why doubt it's your area of expertise. That's right. Don't doubt him. Uh from September nineteen eighty four until April of ninety two. When I there said eighty five, I meant like late eighty four. <laughs> <laughs> that's just off of three months. I told you I'm a little rusty on that first. Close enough. I was still pretty but you impressive. Were just born when it started, but by the time it finished, you were in you know, like seven, eight years old, that kind of thing. Because oh. if you're if you're thirty three, you would have been born in eighty three, right? It ran through like but then they had like the new Cosby show come on on like CBS. And they had the well, you had one. the different world. You had a different world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of different spinoffs there. Yeah. Oh wow, that's oh. fun. Yeah, that is fun stuff. I mean, even do you remember the Stevie Wonder episode? Like a... it was oh yeah, classic. Jam it on the one. Jam it on. <laughs> jam, jam, jam it on the one. Jam it on the one. Which I think is so funny because it's like I I do think it's amazing though that like a voice being recorded was like revolutionary. For right. Them. Like, wait, did you just? Is that a magic box? Did you like, just did... sample something? <laughs> that, I just said that. <laughs> Be you witch or wizard. That's <laughs> the like Oh, that's amazing. Uh, speaking of music, uh, you want to play a little bit? Yeah. Sing a little bit? Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll let you get set up and yeah. we'll, uh, if you don't mind. And if it's super, awesome. super hot in here, we can actually just turn off some lights. That's lot. true. Yeah, you get more people in ah. here. Just start getting warm. Okay. Everybody okay? Everybody's good. Yeah, just put it put it wherever you think it's going so to get the best. Are you so excited to play right now? I am. Let's do it. Want to try this out? Sure. What are you going to play for us? Tell us a little okay, bit about so the, this the is song. Gonna, this is the single. Uh, this is called Never Been a Moment. And uh, it's one of those songs that I didn't realize was something that I really wanted to, like I needed to write until we got through with it. And I look back on it and I realized, oh my gosh, this is a song that just kind of came out of me real fast. I actually walked into a writer's room um, to work on uh, this song and the guy had an idea and he said, man, we just have to remember that the Lord has never left us and there's never been a moment that he has not loved us fully, completely and utterly. And so I love the idea. We started writing this song and on the other side of it, it came out so quickly and so fast. And and I, and I was trying to think like, man, why did this just kind of pour out? And I went back and looked at it and I realized, oh, my gosh, like this is just basically the last five and a half years for us. Like it's been it's been hard and there's been some really rough times, but we look back and every time that we saw a sacrifice or a cliff to jump off of or a hard time coming up, we've looked back and have just seen faithfulness and faithfulness and faithfulness and love and his just him being there. So this just kind of comes from that whole idea of just there's never been a moment that he's not been with us. Now I've been a sinner, I've been a saint, a little bit of both every single day. I've been lost, but somehow I've been found. There's been some pain, been some regret, been some moments I'll never forget. But when I look back from where I'm standing now, there's never been a moment I was not held inside your arms. And there's never been a day when you were not who you say you are. 
yours forever It don't matter what I'm walking through Cause no matter where I'm going There's never been a moment That I was not loved by you Loved by you Loved by you Now you've been the rock You've been the peace Of showing your good heart to me My days are marked by grace I don't deserve No You've been the price I could never pay You've been the light that has led the way No matter where I am Who I am sure There's never been a moment I was not held inside your arms There's never been a day when You were not who you say you are Yours forever It don't matter what I'm walking through Cause no matter where I'm going, there's never been a moment that I was not loved by you. Oh, and where could I go that I could wander from your side? Oh, where could I run? Oh, when definitely behind. You're all consuming, heart pursuing, grace extending, never ending love. Your love. And there's never been a moment. No. There's never been a moment I was not held inside your arms. And there's never been a day when you were not who you say you are. Yours forever, it don't matter what I'm walking through Cause no matter where I'm going, there's never been a moment That I was not loved Ooh, No matter where I'm going, there's never been a moment That I was not loved by you yeah. Oh, love by you That was amazing. That was amazing. What a beautiful song, too. Thanks well, for sharing that with no, us. No, man, absolutely. And it's awesome. again, it's one of those that like, and it's it's one of those safe things that I feel like I can walk onto a stage or I can walk into a room and sing that song because it's been battle tested in my heart like a lot. I mean, just looking yeah. back on what's been going on and how there's just I mean, I, I spent the last 200, 220 days this past year traveling, and so there's just been some nights where it like it's it's great to be doing this. And there's some nights where I look across and there's an empty hotel bed over there where a family, I'd love for a family to be, mm. right? but they're at home and you know, we're, we're working towards that. So there's just, there's tough times for us still right now. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, we look back and know that the Lord is not only with us, but he is for us, that he loves us and that he does not change no matter what our circumstances may be. So it's nice it's like that you can sing a song that you just truly believe in. Cause totally. sometimes whenever you have to sing a song over and over again, it can kind of get a little hollow, but it's something that you're drawing your own strength from, which yeah. is huge. So, I mean, some of those lines were written in a Valley and some of those lines were written on a mountain. It's just way they've been lived in both places. So for us, you know, I feel good about walking in and saying, Hey, here's, here's kind of a heartbeat from me for three and a half minutes. So it's great. I love it. It's awesome. 
I'm clapping think, for everyone. I think it's only appropriate. I'm, I'm still clapping. It, you, it's deserved, I feel, for sure. I feel like it needs to keep going. <laughs> Uh, I think it's only appropriate that we finish uh, this time together. I've looked up the lyrics to Beauty and the Beast, uh, oh, and no. I, I really feel like we should sing as Cookie Monster uh, <laughs> some Beauty and the Beast for the end of our oh, time boy. What key together. Be in? Oh, you don't. Have, I mean, you don't See? have to play it. We could do acapella. I mean, but if you can play oh, it, that's amazing. Be... Let's see. So, if you do, do, you know the lyrics? Do you know go, all the words? Go to, go to B flat because yeah. Cookie Monster sings a little lower than Maka does. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <sighs> okay, yeah, I'm gonna need help on the lyrics for sure. All right, so the first, the first Tale verse, as old is, as time. Tale as old as time, yeah, true as it can be. Here, I, I got oh, you, you can put them up there. I got you. I got yeah, yeah, Denise got, got you. you. Let's be Barely patient. We'll get. Barely even friends, then somebody bends. Unexpectedly. Barely even friends, then somebody dies unexpectedly. No, 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 no. Is that what it says? It's not oh, no. Dies. Okay, I'm sorry. I got, I got confused. What is wrong with oh, you? This is Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson. Peebo. Okay. You guys got it. You're pro. So am I doing this as this is as Cookie Monster? Oh yes, this okay. is <clears throat> Cookie Monster and Friends. Yeah, so you could be the and Friends part. No, no, no. I'll be. We're the and Friends. <laughs> you are not following. I am not following the rules. Okay. okay. We're the and Friends. Tell us old as time. <laughs> True as it can be. Bali. Even friends, then somebody bends. Beauty and the beast. All right, now it's my turn. My turn. Okay. All right. I'm in friends. Morgy, morgy, morgy. Morgy, morgy, morgy. Morgy, 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 morgy. Thank you, <clears throat> Swedish Chef. Everybody on the last one. Beauty and the Beast. That was really good. Very nice. I mean, for no plan. (laughs) For no plan, that was really good. Yeah, I liked it. For zero plan. I thought it was great. You're going to edit out the part where we practice this for an hour and a half. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. our interview with Micah Tyler. We hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as we did. I can't believe he did that. I cannot believe he sang the Beauty and the Beast song as Cookie Monster. Oh, I can. He is absolutely so much fun. And hey, kind of a fun little heads up. I don't know if I should say this or not. Aaron might get upset with me. No, go ahead. He's actually going to be guest hosting on the radio show soon, too. Uh, we're hoping. Yeah, we're going to connect with him. He and said see if he, he can... would. <laughs> Micah, if you're listening, you said you would. He said he'd be a guest host, so be paying attention to that as well. Uh, he played another song, uh, by the way, and we're going to include that as a bonus after the end here. But thanks again to Fairtrade. Thanks again to Micah Tyler. Thanks to everybody who made it possible for him to come in. Including our Patreon supporters who support the production of this podcast. We couldn't do it without you. And if you would like to support 
Studio DNA, and the podcasts that come out of our independent studio. You can find all the information at patreon.com slash shoe the dough. If you subscribe in iTunes, if you wouldn't mind giving us a rating uh, as well as a comment, that would be great. That's one of the ways that more and more people find out about what's going on here to help us out quite a bit. And if you have any feedback about the show that you heard today, you can always reach out to us at shoethedough at gmail.com. This was fun. Thank you guys for letting me come in. Absolutely. I'm really excited that you guys agreed to do that. That was... One more time. MicahTyler.com. MicahTyler.com. Yep. Check it out. Everything you need will be there. And too. there is... They can get one new song. Do we play one song out? Would that be possible? Yeah. That's great. If you want to play another well, song... Well, the reason why is because this is one they can actually go and get. So so I had a song oh, yeah, featured yeah. on the God's Night Day 2 soundtrack. Let's set it up. You did. I did. It wasn't in the movie, but it was on the soundtrack, which hey. was super, super... I was blown away. It was really cool. So yeah, so it's called. That's exciting. It, and again, it's another one of those songs that just kind of came out of like you know me yeah. asking the Lord to like point my feet in a direction. Mm-hmm. And so this song's called Direction. So I used to get caught up just chasing distractions. I used to fix my eyes on my own satisfaction. Yeah. But then you call my name and erase my past. You told me to follow and never turn back. And then you changed my path with divine navigation. And I knew my heart is prone to wander. This is my profession. Keep me close, I won't let go. Cause I would be so lost.
God. <laughs> this country was built on a distinctly American work ethic, but today work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries, and with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.